In the wake of the coronavirus and the recommended courses of action, we at Tiny Table Talks hope that you are staying safe, healthy, and hydrated. If you are able to, adhering to social distancing and working from home is recommended. But if you do have to go out, ensure that you wash your hands and use a mask if possible. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Tiny Table Talks. We're here every Thursday on Spotify and YouTube, so be sure to check us out. And please follow us on Instagram at the CC Zone. Last week, the team gave in to our hunger pangs and talked about all things food. This week, we're talking about our bucket list for our season two finale. So here's hoping that we can try and complete our list once the quarantine's over. Given that we are taking measures to adhere to social distancing, I sent members of our team questions pertaining to this topic. Here they are now with some answers. My name is Ariana, and I spoke to three people. Hi, everybody. It's Chloe. Welcome to the final episode of the season two of Tiny Table Talks. Hi, guys. I'm Meva, and I'm here since the very beginning of the podcast series. What's up, guys? It's me, Ben. For those of you who do not know me, I'm a social media marketing intern at Canada Create. And I am here to do a podcast, goddammit, whether you want me to or not. What does a bucket list mean to you? Do you have a bucket list? I do have one home in France. I don't bring it with me everywhere. When I have an idea to put it into this list, for me, it's things that you want to do and you should not forget that it's super cool and you want to do it in the future so you just write it and one day you check it and you say oh I should do that for me a bucket list means a list of the things that you would like to do before you die I think it's a good way to kind of have a skeleton of things that you could potentially do with your time or for goals you want to achieve I had a bucket list when I was younger I was always conscientious of it, but over the years, I've thought about it less. So even doing this podcast and hearing that bucket lists were going to be the topic for this week's episode, I had to really kind of dig deep into my old mental bucket list and figure out if it's something that is still helpful for me. Yes, I do have one and I have a pretty long bucket list to tell you the truth. So bucket list to me, it's the goals that you are setting yourself to reach. For example, like next year or in 10 years. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah, I suppose I sort of do. It's not exactly, you know, written down on legal sheets or like on a plaque or something like that or on like stone tablets, like the Ten Commandments or anything like that. It's sort of just up in my head, occupying probably far too much space that could have been filled up with, you know, arithmetic or, you know, how to do my taxes instead of those very strong life goals. And I'm thinking to myself, how many yacht parties do I want to throw before I get buried into the ground? How many do I want to do that? It's definitely in like the quadruple digits. It's a list, but it very much lacks any uh, physical existence, any physical aspects it's just something that i think about a lot what do i want to do before i die what do i want to do to fill up all this time or this incredibly short amount of time i'm hoping it's the former 
Uh, before I say, uh, see a world, it's been pretty fun. What are some goals on your bucket list that you haven't achieved yet? I definitely want to be involved in a feature film in some capacity. There's a lot of travel goals on my bucket list that I want to fulfill. Mainly, I want to go to Bali. I want to go to Iceland. I want to go to Portugal. And I'd like to track the Inca Trail. I really would like to do that. And I'd like to summit a mountain. <laughs> I don't really have a specific mountain, but I'd really love to just climb a mountain. I want basically to um, travel everywhere. So I still have a lot of country to visit. I want to read many books. I have like a huge list of books to read. I'm not even halfway. Same as for movies. Every time I go on Netflix, I have to watch a specific one that I finish. I always finish by watching a shitty one. <laughs> and also I have to find my dream job. Something where I can, that I really like to wake up in the morning and go. For my goals in my bucket list, they're pretty simple. Have a house, have my own dog, my own corgi dog, and just travel around the world to like go to South Korea with my sister because she really likes South Korea, but also go to the Philippines, also go back to Thailand again to visit. Yeah. One of the top things on uh, my bucket list is uh, make my own feature film. What I do with said feature film, I honestly don't know. Will it become a huge major success? Will it spark its own cinematic universe? Will it be kind of like oddly weird and in circulation, kind of like The Room? Maybe will it probably just sit as some weird final edited project on one of my external hard drives, never to be shown to the entire world for the world's own safety? Probably the last one, but who knows, honestly. That's that's a big one on my still-to-do list. Set foot on all six continents. Sorry, Antarctica. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to you. Not in this lifetime. Maybe I'll get reincarnated as a penguin. That would be pretty nice. And pretty mm, help finish off the list. That would be pretty cool. I wouldn't want it all to be just layovers. I'd want to explore some of it. I want to explore a lot of regions on the planet, like uh, Australia. I want to explore the Indian subcontinents, Hong Kong, Japan, maybe part of Africa. And, uh, oh, Scarborough. That, that's a big one. And what are some goals on your bucket list that you've already achieved? Finishing university uh, was obviously a big one. Uh, I managed to do that. I, I suppose you'd say as of last fall, although with the whole social distancing issue popping up, there's a pretty good chance I'm not going to get my diploma for a while. So hell, maybe I'm not even, maybe I haven't even really accomplished that. I don't really have too many like little ones. I don't know. I, I think... I think like a small one that I managed to accomplish like two summers ago was do 15 chin-ups. Such a weakling's goal, bro. <laughs> but it was it was it was a tough thing. Ugh. Chin-ups are just like little mini marathons for your biceps. Every like bodybuilder drinking eight protein shakes a day are probably laughing at me through the airwaves right now. But I feel like a good the other like 97% of the entire world are kind of laughing at me, but thinking to themselves like, damn, yeah, I don't know how to do chin-ups either. One of the the other small one was uh, getting paid to do film work. That I feel like for any freelance photographer, videographer, filmmaker in the 21st century realizes, yeah, that is a pretty strong goal to strive for. It was pretty fun. It wasn't like a full time gig. It was a it was a one time instance uh, where me and two of my uh, 
film major buddies got together and helped to uh, film this concert for one of our professors. It was a lot of fun. It was a great, it was a great band itself. Like it was fantastic. We we weren't forced to record some annoying like polka band or like alternative soundscape artist or some shit like that. No, no, it was, it was a really cool band itself. Had a lot of fun, met a lot of cool people, got paid at the end of the night to film stuff. I'm living the dream. As I said, I like to keep my goals realistic in a way, but also simple. So the goals that I have achieved so far are that I graduated from high school, I graduated from university, and now I am working abroad in Canada. So I already worked abroad and was was on my list. At the beginning of when I wrote it, it was like to work in the US. However, I already work in different country and few years later, I'm not that interesting about US anymore. I travel in some countries, like they were on my bucket list, such as uh, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia. I read some of those books and those movies I said before. And uh, I hope at the end of the year to have my master. This will be the end of my studies and was a huge point of my uh, bucket list. I've actually been on the equator and the prime meridian. I remember that was a very huge, significant thing for me to achieve. When I was younger, I was on TV. When I was on vacation in Chicago, I went to go see where they did the news. And because I was standing outside, one of the reporters came and interviewed me because I was Canadian and I was a tourist and I was really excited about that. And then otherwise, I've been to Europe. I've been to Machu Picchu. And I guess I also got, I finished high school and I finished university. I don't know if those are so much bucket list items, but those are things I was really looking forward to and really wanted to do. And that's what I can think of off the top of my head right now. Are you someone who is more likely to be spontaneous or plan things out? So me, I really like to do to-do lists and uh, design some vision boards. I like to organize stuff but it gets disorganized very fast and I never follow this to-do list. I'm not good at doing those things. I'm good at doing them, but I'm not good at following them. So I would say that I'm more spontaneous, like, oh, today I'm going to do a list, but then I'm not going to follow it. (laughs) I would plan things out if it didn't take so much time and that annoying thing normal people call effort. Oh, no, I plan things out. Pretty often, it depends on if the thing costs money that I'm planning on doing. Like, if I'm going on some kind of, like, a ski trip or a vacation, I'm going to plan every single damn second of that because I am not going to be wasting a whole bunch of money. All right? I've gone through that rabbit hole far too many times. If I have, like, an odd day where, like, nothing is going on, yeah, I will definitely do what I can to make the day, like, really odd and spontaneous. In making big decisions, I can be pretty spontaneous. In regards to, oh, I want to go travel somewhere. I want to go do this activity. But then once that spontaneous decision has been made, then within that, I start becoming more of a planner. So it's a healthy mix of both, though I'd have to say, I guess overall, then that I would I would probably lean towards being a planner once I've made the spontaneous decision. It really depends on the goals that are in my bucket list. For example, if it's a trip that I'm planning to go to in two years, I I will have to plan everything. But then if it's like I'm suddenly craving for 
I don't know, like a bubble tea or Starbucks, I would be I would be spontaneous. Or even with my friends, with my boyfriend, it's the weekend, I am bored at home and I'm just going to message them like, oh, do you want to hang out? I'm bored. Have you ever done an activity just to check it off your bucket list? Not on my bucket list because I think it's great things to do. There are huge things that need a little bit of organization, such as travel. But on my to-do list, yes. Sometimes on the morning I do one. And if at the end of the day I didn't accomplish everything, but I did some other things, such as cooking, I'm going to put right on the paper, like, cooking, just to check it off and make me feel like, oh, I did something today. Yes, the one that I mentioned where I'd been on TV, because that was always something I would wanted to do. I did. I think it was four years ago, because I know that exercising is good for your health, but I'm Sometimes I'm kind of lazy and I just want to take naps at home. But when I was back in Windsor, I put on my bucket list that I have to exercise and go to the gym at least twice a week. So I completed this goal and the results were pretty good. But then I eventually gained weight again after going back to France because my mom was cooking a lot. And I ate a lot. I was snacking and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't really have any exact exact examples of this, but I definitely have one story of just being odd and spontaneous. About two years ago now, I headed up for a sort of weekend vacation with two of my buddies to Montreal in the middle of March. So not exactly like hype touristy time, but it was a really fun time to go. One of my friend's little brothers came along. He just turned 18, so we could go up there and actually drink with him. Yeah. So pretty much we went up there, explored a lot of the sites. And uh, I guess I'll just jump straight to it. We went to the Biosphere, which is this very intricate, cool uh, spot in Montreal, one of the most famous places of the city that was built during the 67 World's Fair. Very fancy, very intriguing. It was this setup of a Biosphere. We peed on it. We peed on the biosphere. This wasn't some sort of a planned thing. This was us saying, we want to make this weekend epic. We don't want to steal anything or commit any insane crimes. Let's go to a famous landmark in the city and pee on it. Yeah! <laughs> and it was awkward and weird, but fun at the same time. And I, I wish I would have put that on a, on a bucket list beforehand. But uh, yeah, didn't really have enough of the foresight. <laughs> That's probably one of the most like spontaneous, odd things I can remember. I would not wholeheartedly recommend that people recreate our, our stupidity if they ever travel to Montreal. I do not want to be uh, a trendsetter for odd things like that. <laughs> what kinds of goals or experiences dominate your bucket list? It's mostly traveling for me because I really want to go, for example, to Asia and um, Australia too, and even some countries in Africa because it's re very interesting to me to like discover different cultures so hopefully i will be able to travel around the world and also there's some part of my bucket list that are dealing with my personality because i was a really shy person before but one of my goal in my bucket list was just try to open up to people meet new people it really worked on like on some of my personality traits because even now when I talk to someone or meet a new person, they think that I'm extroverted, but I'm actually introverted. When it comes to just 
film and entertainment industry. Uh, my aforementioned, uh, I really want to make and produce, direct my own feature film at some point. I don't know what it's going to be about. It could be about race cars. could be about rocket ships. could be about Tom Hanks winning the world record for most jelly beans ever eaten in one sitting. I don't know. It could be, it could be a million different things. You know, the world is your oyster. And I just know that I want to create one. I want to make some kind of mark on the film industry before I leave this planet. Traveling. I have in these little books, I have like four pages of place to go. Uh, it's mainly some extraordinary places, uh, mountains, very cool places, not just countries, but very specific area. So this is mainly traveling that dominate my bucket list. Now I also have a new goal. A few podcasts ago, the podcast about a word our day, I said that I wanted an iPad to do some collage. So I bought one and I discovered that I really like to do some drawing on it. So I would like to get better at it and do some good design. This is one goal of my bucket list. Mainly for me, it's a lot of things that have to do with traveling and my career. Those are the things where if I do a lot of traveling and if I kind of achieve a lot of career milestones for myself, like I feel like I'm doing something purposeful and I get some sort of meaningful recognition for it, or even if there's ways that those two things can overlap, I think I would feel very, very fulfilled. Befriend a celebrity. That's always been on uh, on my bucket list. It's a very entertainment-related kind of thing. Befriending a celebrity has all the perks without you having to be in the spotlight that much. You know, you can spend a weekend on their yacht. You can tweet at them like weird memes that they'll constantly get asked about at their next like red carpet kind of thing. You can cra- you can come along with them on like the red carpet treks, you know, make the odd poses like right behind them when they're like posing really cool at like whatever weird event. And then that'll be in like the front cover, like entertainment magazine the next day. It would be cool. What currently seems to be the least attainable goal on your bucket list? I want to win some sort of award for filmmaking and <laughs> For a feature film. And that only seems the least attainable right now because I haven't kind of built up to that point where I'm consistently making feature films or I'm not like helming them. I'm still in the stage where I'm either helping out with shorts, like I'm very early on in my career. So right now it seems like the least attainable just because it seems so far off. But I believe I'll complete it eventually because I'm working towards that. Uh, I think is the one that dominates my list. Uh, traveling, not just for now, but I think for the next two years, it will be way much harder to go around the world. I would like to come back in Canada after my internship, but even that, I think it's going to be hard to get a visa, to take the plane. It's not because uh, the economy is going to come back to something normal in few months. Uh, in few months. Next month, they say that the whole traveling around things will come back. I mean, if you if you truly have that kind of mindset, it's like, oh, how on earth am I ever going to attain, like, possibly succeed in this goal? It is it is damn near impossible. It's impossible, I say. Then don't even put it on the list. You've already failed at it if you can't believe in yourself enough to be able to do it at some point in the future. I really can't think of anything like too crazy. The befriend a celebrity one is definitely an odd one that I was saying before. But yeah, it's not impossible. You got to be able to put yourself out there. You got to be able to be outgoing. And you got to kind of have an imagination, like a real imagination if you're going to craft an effective bucket list. I suppose from a scientific standpoint, though, of all my bucket list items, that would be pretty unattainable. I, I suppose I want to go to either the moon or Mars 
before I die. All right, that would be a pretty unattainable goal. Give SpaceX and Elon Musk that genius that he is another like 15 years get working at it. Then uh, I imagine I could literally put like a quarter in a slot and then in, like two hours. Hey, oh, hey, look at that. I'm on the red planet surface. Sounds like fun. Get a T-shirt, pop in another quarter, be back by dinner time. I think if I want to have my own house in Toronto, for example, it's going to cost a lot of money. And I think even a trip or around the world, like for example, oh, I, I, I'm going to book a flight ticket to Japan. I think it's more attainable for me than getting a house, like my own house in Toronto because Toronto houses are really expensive. So yeah, it's going to take me like a while to get my own house. Are you constantly updating and adding to your bucket list or do you just plan on keeping the same list up until completion? I like to update my list. So at least once a year and in January when you have to do your goals. Also in September when I go back to school and before summer. I mean, <laughs> there is always this part of the year when you have this feeling of, oh, I'm going to achieve something new. So I have new things to add to my uh, bucket list and something to check it off. Of course, I'm continuing to update my bucket list. Pretty much everyone on the planet continues to update their bucket list in any way, shape, or form, you know? I really doubt that anyone comes up with some sort of new dream that they really want to achieve and then say to themselves, oh, well, my bucket list is already full, so I guess I'll just have to drop that dream. Oh, well, that doesn't happen. I think I'm constantly updating and adding to my bucket list because I meet new people, and sometimes some events in my life, they are changing. And I just like to adapt my goals in my bucket list based on what is happening in my life. For example, I have this really close friend. He has a chronic disease called muscular dystrophy. And the thing is that his life expectancy will be... Um, until 30 years old and now he has like few years to like reach 30 now so one of my goals that i wrote down on my bucket list uh, was to spend more time with him and now that it's the quarantine right now uh, we do talk like every day basically we play video games and stuff like that every day Recently, I haven't been thinking about it as bucket list items, but I guess, yeah, I've been kind of updating it and depending on the course of my life and the way things change or don't change, I'm adding and taking things away. What's a common bucket list item that you find overrated? So I check on Google the top 10 bucket list items and some are a bit sad, like get to my ideal weight. I mean, it's a good goal, but should not be on a bucket list, like something you want to do before to die, like should be a goal of one month. I mean, for some people it's important because it's um, for their health also, but I don't really like getting a bucket list. Also go on a safari. You know, a few years ago I would have said the same thing, but all this thing about aquarium, safari, zoo, now I feel a bit guilty to know that those animals are not free 
Yeah, safari would be cool anyway. But swimming with dolphin, I don't like. It's not good for them. This, I'm sure. The two like very cliched ones I always hear. Uh, find love and became, become extremely wealthy. Love is overrated and screw it. If you don't get rich, you can steal money. But no, I, I do find both of those a little bit overrated. Okay. If you, I feel like when, if really one of your top bucket list items is become incredibly rich, then that sort of affords you the opportunity to drop a lot of other aspects of yourself or like dreams that surround you and really just be fixated on doing whatever you can to become super filthy rich, which just isn't worth it. It's just not right. I'm not saying that becoming rich is a bad thing, okay? I would love to have $300 billion tucked away in a nice Swiss bank account. That'd be awesome. But if it makes it means I sacrifice who I am as a person, if it means I sacrifice all my other dreams and goals and aspirations that weren't exactly financially oriented to get there, then that in and of itself is a huge failure. Uh, the other one, find love. You spend your entire life searching out, seeking out love, having it be the only thing I care about, you may very well miss out on it. If you spend your entire life building yourself up into the person that you've always wanted to be, constantly working on yourself, constantly making yourself a stronger person deep down, a stronger, morally centric kind of person who believes in whatever it is he his life goal is, then love will find you. A lot of the ones that have to do with meeting certain celebrities, I know that sounds bad but those ones always freak me out because of the whole never meet your heroes things and it also really very much depends on the circumstance of that for me if i got into the industry then like hopefully i do make those kind of connections because they're part of my job but i don't think i'd ever seek out to meet one particular person i just personally think it's a little overrated like i'd rather Focus on things that I know will specifically help me grow and be fulfilled. Meeting a celebrity has the potential to be disappointing. Oh, I'm going to go to France and I'm just going to see the Eiffel Tower and I'm going to eat snails. That, that was one thing in their bucket list. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's like the same thing as, for example, me saying, oh, I'm going to go to Japan and just go to Tokyo, I guess. Not sure, but yeah, based on the people that I know, one of their goal was to go to France and kind of have like this fancy dinner and stuff like that. <laughs> and like they, they're saying, oh, Paris, I want to go to Paris because it's romantic. And I'm like, oh, well, then can you show me where where the romance is at? <laughs> What's an uncommon bucket list item that you think more people should have on their lists? So I never thought about that before, but one of the main uh, items, the most present item on the 10 top bucket lists is a change someone's life for better. And I think it's great to want to help people abroad. It's on my list also, but in different ways, I would like to go abroad and help those people by teaching or building things. It's a great goal. And I think it should be in every list to make every make someone else's life better. I think people tend to forget the simple things when it comes to bucket list. Sometimes nobody in their in their bucket list would write, "Oh, I spend more time with my family or spend more time with my mom cooking." 
or something like that. So I think the basic goals, most people, they forget about that. Sort of a broad spectrum one, but I think everyone, I think everyone should make it a pledge to spend something along the lines of three to five years of their life doing something that isn't their career. That's, that isn't career oriented in any sense of the word. I'm not talking three to five days, three to five weeks, all right? Three to five milliseconds or something dumb like that. I'm talking about like several years, all right? I believe everyone should have a very strong career goal set in mind from a young age if, the, if you can, but hell, if, uh, if it finally comes to you when you're 40, 50, 60, go for it. But that should in no way be the only thing you ever do in your entire life, all right? If you want to be a lawyer, be a lawyer, but don't just be a lawyer. If you want to be a hot dog vendor in the Bronx that pours extra relish on every third Italian sausage every Wednesday, then be that, but don't just be that. You know what I mean? I feel like the most interesting people I've ever met in my entire life are people who have had a wide spectrum of experience. You know, maybe maybe never conquered some one career like no one ever has before, but have just been to a lot of different places, have just interacted with a lot of different kinds of people. Those people just are wise without having to to even try. I love to I love to work in film the rest of my life if I could, but I don't want to just do that. I'd love to be a teacher for a while. I'd love to sail halfway across the world for a while. I'd love to hell be a hot dog vendor in the Bronx for six months. That sounds like a fun time. Free hot dogs every night. That sounds like it would be fun for the first like six months. Then we get kind of old. Don't just hold yourself to the one career. And I I hope I'm not sounding like an annoying, like, 45-year-old dad who wants everything from the kid. Truly, like, don't hold yourself to just that one tiny goal. I don't know if it's uncommon, but I definitely think people should have more items where they are helping people. Because I think that that is underrated and that it fulfills you in a different way. A lot of the times it's not immediately gratifying. And you're giving something in the form of labor or time. But when it's for the greater good, it kind of gives you a feeling that nothing else can. For me, one of the things actually now I'm remembering this, I should have answered this back earlier. But one of the things I achieved recently, my whole life, I've always wanted to donate my hair to cancer or to like, you know, like the cancer societies that make the wigs. And last year in 2019 i finally did that i'd grown out my hair from 2017 it was i ended up giving 13 inches and that felt so good and even though i was kind of nervous about having my hair the shortest it had ever been i i typically like having short hair but i specifically grew out my hair for this purpose any time i looked in the mirror and i thought oh you know maybe i could have i could i could have just kept my hair long but then i really think about it and i never feel bad about it because i realized that it went to something greater than my head <laughs> If today was your last day on earth and you could complete any one item on your bucket list, which would you prioritize? I think I'd prioritize going to Bali because that one's probably been one of the oldest items on my bucket list. And I think to make it more special, though, just so it's not just me there by myself, like I'd want to bring my family and my loved ones. That's what I'd that's what I'd probably do. Just we're all together in paradise. I'm I bring home with me, but I still manage to do one of the things I've always wanted to do. I would like to do like in the movie Jump. This guy, he had the ability to jump from one place to another. In the morning, he is in Egypt. During night, he goes to New York. And in one day, he is able to travel all around the world. I would like to be able to do that for my last day. Um, okay, so I grew up in an Asian household. And 
you guys know how we don't really say I love you out loud. So I want to complete that. My goal, if I only had one day to live on earth, would be to say I love you. Genuinely say I love you to people I really cherish in my life. I've always had a dream of helping someone out of some kind of major problem in their life or some kind of like major issue, you know, just have a real impact on how someone's life is going on, the direction that someone's life is going and change it for the better. I don't know what that would mean. I don't know if I'd save a friend from an oncoming truck. I don't know if I'd hell talk someone out of doing some horrible crime. I don't know if it would be going out and meeting someone who's homeless who I've never met before and getting them on the right track again. I don't know. If I have to leave tomorrow, I just want to know that I had a strong effect on at least one person in the world that I at least sort of put in enough effort that one person's life was changed for the better because of me. And I don't really know how I'd do that in one day. I'd probably run on down to the soup kitchen, throw on an apron and start working my ass off or something like that. But that's what I'd definitely prioritize if I knew this was it. Do you think more common milestones, such as marriage and children, count as bucket list items? Why or why not? They do not. Marriage and children, if that's all you have on your bucket list, dude, you're boring. Are you boring? Get out of here. Next. For some people, it's important. I know people that I went to school with, and their goal was really to get a house and to have children. It's not my kind of goal. I think less and less people will have this in their bucket list. Seems like something normal, but not like a goal. Previously, when I was younger, I used to think that it did not count. I just assumed that it was something that everyone did. You kind of fall in line and you do it. But especially in a time, especially for women, when these things now they are less likely to be imperatives and they're more likely to be choices, I think that, yeah, there are items you can include or you can take away. So I do think they count as bucket list items because for some people, they all they want to do is have a child or they expect that they're going to have a child one day. Some people really want to get married. But then at the same time, some people might replace marriage with traveling the world or having a child, maybe with adopting a child. Like there's so many different ways you could play with it. And life feels Aside from some of the stuff that kind of goes on in the world, like if you are in a good socioeconomic position where you're not having to worry about survival, then I think life does feel pretty malleable in that you have the luxury of being able to make some of these choices. So I think, yes, definitely they count as bucket list choices, if that makes sense. I think it depends for people, but in my opinion, it's common, I think. Even I do have these goals. It's like by 10 years, I I will have two children, but by five years, I hope to be married or at least I hope to be moving in with my boyfriend and live together and we would raise my corgi dog and he can have his own dog too (laughs) yeah so i think it's common to have these goals as goals in bucket list would you rather live a short life but complete your bucket list or live a long one in which you only complete a few items easy live a short life where i complete all my bucket list items but one of the items on the bucket list is live a long and happy life boom
Gotcha. Ha. I'd also find a genie lamp and wish for infinite wishes. I leave a long life, but I complete a few items because the long life will give me more time to kind of work hard and try to complete the other other items, even though I didn't complete them. I don't want to regret me not trying to complete complete the, this goal, and I would be satisfied to know that oh, like at least I tried. I'd rather live a longer life in which I complete a few items because then I feel like when I am setting out to complete the tasks on my bucket list, I'll be making sure that they're the more meaningful ones. And I think in life, this is going to sound so cheesy, but there are so many little pockets within it or little experiences that you might not have stumbled upon if you were going out of your way to just kind of go down a list and check the boxes. I think there's so many elements of life, big or small, that will make things more fulfilling. I think I would prefer a long one, but complete less. Mm, a lot of my uh, goals is to travel. And I know people that are traveling a lot and they always told me like, it's very cool, you meet new people, but then you don't have real connection with other because uh, you see them like for one month or one year, then it's over. I think if I have something to travel with, it would be cool. But I have some experience sometimes, then I would, I would say normal life. I would be happy anyway. Is there anyone, be it a celebrity or a regular person, that you consider to be bucket list inspiration? No, I don't think so. I don't have anyone that I would consider to be bucket list inspiration. Andy Dwyer from Parks and Recreation. Very easy. Anyone who's seen that show knows there's a fantastic episode in there where him and his wife, April Ludgate, go about the city of Pawnee and complete every single item on Andy's bucket list in the span of one night. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It is hilarious as hell. Go watch it. It's incredible. But there's more to it than just the silliness of it, okay? It's it was just a wonderful inspiration because there's so many people, I know myself included, who say, I have A, B, C, D, E, F, and G on my bucket list. I'll get to it someday. I'm, not, I'm in no rush, but, you know, I, I want to I get this done someday. That's really done, okay? Do it now because you have no idea what tomorrow is going to have you be at. That's exactly what Andy Dwyer and, and April Ludgate did in Parks and Rec. They had a goal. They had several goals. They had a list. And they somehow made it happen in one night. And honestly, I hell, saying this out loud is making me very inspired. So I I gotta get on a couple bucket list items like this week. Other one, real quick, that I'd love to just mention is Morgan Freeman's character from the movie Bucket List. Great movie. Morgan Freeman's fantastic role. Jack Nicholson, like one of the last movies he was in before he seemingly just like quit Hollywood and vanished. But Morgan Freeman's character from Bucket List. Uh obviously. He was the antithesis to uh, Jack Nicholson's character. Jack Nicholson wanted to race cars, climb the pyramids, have fun in Vegas. But Morgan Freeman had so many more deep kind of bucket list items that he threw on without even thinking, you know. Laugh until I cry. Witness something majestic. It was really inspiring and it made you think like, good God, maybe the kind of things that we really value in life, those instant gratification kind of things are really overrated. And they even affect what we want to do like the second before we die. 
So, you know, it makes me double think, what do I want to be able to say that I've done before I'm 50? Do I want to, you know, go race cars or drink Coca-Cola bottles or, you know, do I want to have an effect on people? Do I want to accomplish something that's ever been done before? Do I want to write my own book or something like that? Morgan Freeman's character is almost a little too perfect in that movie, I'll admit. Like, he's almost... He's a little bit of a, a Mary Sue. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a really strong point. That doesn't mean he makes he doesn't make you want to stride towards something. And what he made me stride for in that movie was keep a close eye on what your goals in life are because they're often more misguided than you may realize. <laughs> Never thought I'd uh, be talking about Morgan Freeman and Andy Dwyer in the same question. <laughs> they're both national treasures, though. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. Uh, there is this French influencer, she's called Lena Situation. It's pretty cool because I would uh, recognize myself into her, uh, mainly because a few years ago she was studying, doing some student jobs to get money, to be able to go study abroad. Now she became pretty famous thanks to uh, social media, Instagram, YouTube, and she's able to travel everywhere to do great experience and work with big brands so she's an inspo because she used to be as me and now she's able to travel everywhere and it's pretty cool my cousins are very inspiring in that vein both of them in their own ways they've always gone out of their way to take risks and do things to better themselves and i really respect that one of them is a little more by the book but she still managed to to do things like any career thing, she would go and work abroad. So she would she would do the thing that work I, I do want to do where you combine travel and career. And then my other my other cousin's a little more impulsive. For her, making an unexpected decision is expected of her. And I really admire that she just kind of jumps into things head first, no matter what. And she's always so strong that even if things don't go the way she planned, she's always able to bounce back and keep going. And I do think that's really, really inspirational. People who are able to pair their careers with traveling are also very inspirational to me. Like there's a lot of Instagram accounts that are specifically people traveling and uh, to making content based off their travel. So I guess, yeah, some travel bloggers I'm really inspired by. A lot of filmmakers, too, where they kind of use their craft to be able to work from anywhere in the world. That, I think, is such goals. There's like a nice work-life balance there. I have one friend who her Instagram handle is Kombucha Mommy. She's one of the first people I can think of because she does she does nutrition coaching and things like that online, but she still manages to travel around the world. Obviously not in a time like this, but she'll travel, she'll work, and she just really seems like she makes the most of her life. Why do you think that having a bucket list can be important? Because it sets some goals. You know, if you work hard, it's to be able to do those things and it's important. It's like push you to give the better of yourself because you know at the end you will have something great. I think I basically answered this a little earlier, but I think having a bucket list can be important for someone who might not be knowing what they're going to do with their life. It helps you feel a little less aimless because there's goals to aspire to. Even if they seem really grand, there's always baby steps you have to start taking to get there. So if one of your goals is to run a marathon, then you have to become comfortable with running certain distances. And then you kind of go up and up and up. And then with things like that, you learn thing, you learn along the way. And you might make friends who are like-minded and things like that. So I think it's important because while the goals kind of seem... The goals can seem very standalone, but the things you gain along the way 
makes a lot of those goals all the more meaningful, even if you don't complete everything on your list. The stuff you do complete will always make for good memories. And I think that's important. And that's why I think it's it's nice to have a set list of things that you're looking forward to doing. When I see my bucket list, when I feel down, it kind of motivates me to to continue working hard to reach these goals. And it just making me less anxious when it comes to the future. And I'm like, oh yeah, like for example, in two years, I will be traveling to this place and visiting this place. So I'm looking, I'm kind of looking forward to what the future holds for me when based on like my bucket list, I think. Goals become a lot more real when you write them down. That's just a fact of life. I don't know what it is about just having something stand right in front of you on a piece of paper. It just makes you really want to accomplish it a lot more. My mom is an inspiration to me. She uh, she gets 100 things done every single day. She's very much on her own nowadays. She's working hard. She's also helping to keep the house together. And she writes down a million things to herself every single day. I think that's what helps her accomplish everything in her day-to-day routine. And I've been trying to do that a lot more. I've been starting to really focus in on to-do lists, both for regular work kind of stuff, but also just, just things that I want to do on a day-to-day basis. Like I've, uh, I've been trying to exercise a hell of a lot more. And I remember I've, I've started writing workout routines and just posting them up on the wall somewhere in my house. And just staring at that, just having that piece of paper stare back at me on like a late evening on like a Wednesday where I don't feel like working out really does help to like push you that extra step towards going down to the to the dumbbells of the bench press or anything like that. That makes your dreams a lot more physical, tangible, something you can't really ignore, something you can't tuck away in the back of your head anymore. How would you define someone who has lived a successful and meaningful life? Uh, I define someone who has lived a successful and meaningful life uh, when they are able to say, I have lived a successful and meaningful life to my face without blinking, looking away, or gently sighing to themselves. You know what I'm talking about, you know, where it's like, where, where you ask someone that question and they said, they said to you, I have lived a successful and meaningful life. Huh. <sighs> You know, those are liars right there. Just that one side tells it all. That tells me, that tells me like, I wanted to be a ballet dancer. I saw the sign up form so many times, but I kept on walking. <laughs> you know, easy as pie. That, that just tells you the whole thing. When you can look me in the eyes without even hesitating for a second and say that my life had meaning, my life had value, I lived it well and I have no regrets then that is all I need to see. There's no easier way to take it, okay? You can do a hundred things to prove it. You can tell me a hundred different stories, but the second you're able to look me in the eye and say exactly that, no hesitation, that's when I know you've done it. It's as simple as that. I think someone who has lived a successful and meaningful life is someone who literally completed his or her bucket list without having any regrets. I think that's my definition of someone who has lived a successful and meaningful life. He would have been happy, surrounded by uh, people he likes and people that like him. Uh, and, you know, just old people being able to tell stories like, oh, I went to war there. I would like to be able to say, oh, I traveled this place. It was cool. I met these people. That was very fun. Like being a book, yeah. 
you you start speaking and it's like a book you are able to say multiple stories with multiple characters it would be cool to me when i think of a successful and meaningful life i think of balance i think of someone who's able to do the things that they have to do like work but they're still able to do the things that they want to do so that could be under traveling but then also just in being able to take care of yourself while living in such a fast-paced society i think it's a marker of success because then in every facet of life you're kind of equally involved but you're like putting your hands in many jars and i think it's important just because you're always up to something you're not dwelling you're not um just being sucked into social media or something like that. The more you're doing these things, I think the more present you are. And then the more appreciative you are because when you are giving your time to other people or again, when you're doing more fun things. And then again, even when you're working, then it gives you something to look forward to after work. I wish to be more balanced because I think in true balance comes success and happiness. This wraps up our episode and our season two finale. We'll miss talking to each other and to our audience, but luckily we have episodes from this season and from the first season available on Spotify. Thank you so much for sticking by and listening to us. If you want to continue staying up to date, follow us on Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube at the CC Zone if you haven't already. Bye everybody, see you next season. I suppose all I can say are those, that one little word that signifies A sad moment to come, but even more great moments to come in the future. Bye. Bye.